we haven't uh, followed Ukraine as intensely because Israel, Palestine, Gaza has been the story, but uh, tragedy intervened today when we learned that uh, Gonzalo Lira had, a, had died of neglect. This is what we've been told by his family um, in a Ukrainian prison. On January 4th, Alex Rubenstein received a note from Gonzalo's father. Um, we had been in touch with Gonzalo's father, Gonzalo Lira Sr. Um, I can't really see the note that well, so maybe you want to read it. Yeah, so the note uh, was written by Gonzalo Lira, according to his father. And it says, I have, it was, uh, and the note was received, as you said, on January 4th. It says, I've had double pneumonia, both lungs, as well as uh, pneumothorax and a very severe case of edema, swelling of the body. Uh, all this started in mid-October, but was ignored by the prison. They only admitted I had pneumonia at a December 22nd hearing. I'm about to have a procedure to reduce the edema pressure in my lungs, which is causing me extreme shortness of breath to the point of passing out after minimal activity or even just talking for two minutes. And then Gonzalo's father wrote to Alex Rubenstein, our colleague. He said, I cannot accept the way my son has died. He was tortured, extorted, incommunicado for eight months and 11 days. And the U.S. Embassy did nothing to help my son. The responsibility of this tragedy is the dictator Zelensky with the concurrence of a senile American president, Joe Biden. Uh, and that's from Gonzalo's father. And just for background, for people, in case you're not familiar, Gonzalo Lira is an American citizen who was living in Ukraine uh, prior to the Russian invasion, very critical of the Ukrainian government. Uh, he found himself being under house arrest for basically uh, being critical of the Ukrainian government. Uh, and that escalated. There's a whole series of, of events. Max, you might know more of the details than I do, but the last major public incident we saw was that Gonzalo Lyric was, Lyric after uh, being detained, claimed he was going to try to leave Ukraine and flee. I believe he was trying to cross the border into Hungary. That didn't work. He was apprehended. Uh, and that's pretty much the last we heard of him uh, publicly uh, until now uh, with the announcement of his passing. Well, it was clear or it, you know, it's been very hard to get concrete information about what's happening. It was clear that the Ukrainian state was hunting him for his public statements, uh, where more than anyone in English inside Ukraine, he was living in Kharkiv, he was just lacerating the Ukrainian military and condemning the NATO proxy war, which, uh, you know, I suspect there are a lot of people in even Western Ukraine who quietly agree with him given the state of the war and how many people are just being sent into the meat grinder right now for no reason. Um, and he was jailed for his opinions where you have today Zelensky declaring that global freedom depends on Biden arming Ukraine. What freedom do people have in Ukraine? I mean, what freedom did Gonzalo Lira have? It was his, for his speech that he was essentially killed. He was denied. He needed medical care. He was denied it. And the other point here is Gray's own contributor, Liam Cosgrove, went to the State Department, I think repeatedly, to ask them what they were doing to intervene on behalf of Gonzalo Lira. And Matthew Miller told him, you know, this is a private case and 
We're not able to discuss it. We're not able to say anything. So they didn't say anything on his behalf publicly. I don't know what they did privately, but it looks like nothing. Nothing. Uh, what happened to him, whatever the details are, you know, underlying all this, it's, it's, a, it's horrible. Uh, and it doesn't make any sense. And the first people who should be answering for this are, is the Biden administration to explain what they did to try to get an American citizen freed from uh, a client state's dungeons and how yeah, they I mean, let him die uh, from medical neglect. Yeah, I mean, I think the important point is if he died of medical neglect in a Ukrainian prison, which he was where he was jailed for his speech, he is no less, none of his opinions that would you know be out of the progressive mainstream about Pinochet or anything he said as coach red pill, make him any less of a dissident and political prisoner than anyone else anywhere in the world. And his death exposes the complete hypocrisy of the U S on Ukraine. Uh, this is supposed to be about defending democracy Yeah, and his, you know, to the extent that he was speaking out against this war and the Ukrainian military campaign from within Ukraine, he was as, he was brave, um, and I you know I appreciated his commentary on the war. I learned a lot from his commentary on what was happening inside Ukraine. There are a lot of details that I don't know, and we need to learn more. And it's amazing that Tucker Carlson is the only person with real reach and national media reach who's talking about this. Who hosted his father? Where's the New York Times or the Washington Post to get to, to the bottom of this? I mean, just from a purely journalistic point of view, this is an incredibly compelling and disturbing tragedy uh, that any journalist should want to cover. Yeah. Uh, and, and really, speaking, like, speaking of which, yeah. Well, just speaking of which, looking at the US, looking at like, uh, like Google News right now, no mainstream coverage at all of his death, even though it was announced. You know, at least six or seven hours ago as we're recording this. But so far, no one in the mainstream has picked this up. An American dying inside uh, a Ukrainian prison, inside a Ukrainian hospital while under custody. That's a huge story. If it was an American dying in Russia, this would be, you know, front page news. Silence, radio silence so far when it comes to his death. And, and it was Sarah Ashton Cirillo who claimed credit for getting Gonzalo jailed. Am I right? So, I, be I believe so. Yeah. So this former Democratic Party activist from Nevada who was named Michael Cirillo, who then transitioned to Sarah Ashton Cirillo, uh, began identifying as a woman and then uh, began hanging out with the neo-Nazi Azov Battalion in Ukraine, then gained an, as a supposed journalist, then gained a position within the Ukrainian military as the spokesperson for the national guard and issued these bizarre diatribes vowing to kill anyone who would uh you know challenge the ukrainian regime they claimed credit for getting gonzalo lira jailed uh and this is another just completely bizarre aspect to the story because look where sarah ashton cirillo is now and it looks like they're i mean it looks like they're detransitioning too. I'm now at the southern border of Tijuana. It is time to share some mind-numbing migration numbers, and we'll discuss the business of migration and how that hurts Ukraine and Taiwan. Like, hey everyone, I am in Tijuana, Mexico. As you know, I was in 
uh, Darien so, province, the Darien Gap, uh, just a couple of days ago in Panama. I am on leave. This character is no longer seeking to affect uh, female, a female appearance or, uh, you know, typical, stereotypical female forms of behavior. And they're in Tijuana at the border and uh, howling about illegal migration to the U.S., kind of taking a conservative line there. I don't know what happened there. They're definitely out of a job within the Ukrainian military, which says a lot about the Ukrainian government that they would hire such a character. And this is the person who took responsibility for getting Gonzalo jailed, as far as I know. It's just so bizarre. Uh, so bizarre. And uh, anyway, I mean, Gonzalo Lira's father reached out to us several months ago and was just uh, said no one had helped him. No, there was, there was no one to go to except alternative independent media. So he's going to us. We did a piece about it by Alex Rubenstein that um, in which he talked about his son and how he and his son were estranged. They hadn't spoken for decades, um, but that he couldn't take seeing his son being tortured to death in prison. And his worst fears have been realized. And now he, you know, it, we have a piece up by Alex right now at our site. And Gonzalo Lira Sr. is pointing the finger squarely at the United States and the UK, the two top sponsors of this Ukrainian regime. Uh, fighting for global freedom by crushing anyone who criticizes it. So RIP Gonzalo Lira. Uh, this should be, this should be a, a, a scandal covered by all, any media covering Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and again, nothing so far. So we're recording this, absolutely nothing. It's such, it's so bizarre. 